all right well welcome back everyone if you're here for episode two of season two excited to be back i know we've been a little bit up not up to date on our episodes but we're working through some things and we're glad to be back here now for this episode um today i will lead i will be leading today's discussion about access to nutritious food and various other topics around revolving about around food and our communities um so to start it off um we're back here with david and Susie. yay thank you for having us leo Awesome to be back. Ooh, let's get it started. All right. So uh, as a big discussion, I think we all have, like within our family households, I feel like we can all lay on a very important topic within our daily lives is around food. And I say like talking about like traditional foods, um, the foods that are around us, like restaurants, fast food, grocery stores, organic foods versus like you can grow it at your house. So there's a various topics when it comes to around food. And I know that's been a huge topic, especially during the pandemic of like people gaining pounds because they haven't worked out or, you know, so getting back to the gym. So that's going to be our discussion today about um, nutritious food. So I would say to start it off, I would say what is a, for well, really like a question for all of you folks to, to think about during this whole conversation we're going to have is really think about like your immediate city and determine what fast food locations, what grocery stores are in your area. And that why is it that when you go to a different city, there's different stores, there's different names you never heard of, and there's different restaurants available to that certain city. So I don't know if you wanted to give your little touch upon that idea. Yeah, so if I were to like um, walk, kind of like guide you out through a short little walk around my neighborhood, um, I live in Compton, California, and if I would walk towards um, the main street and make a, a left about like five minutes, uh, right away you'll see a Food for Less in that corner. Um, you'll also see a Louisiana a chicken place restaurant, and then right across the street you see like a Taco Bell, you see a McDonald's, you see a Tams, you see a Starbucks. Um, you go down down the main street, still same, maybe like two minutes from McDonald's and all those places, Taco Bell's, you see KFC, Popeye's. So I think uh, just with uh, your question now, I think immediately and what's um, available in my area is like a lot of like fast food, right? Um, a lot of burgers, uh, you know, um, but like fast food that can, you know, you just, if you forgot to like either buy lunch or make your lunch or for, or you're too busy to like make your own dinner, like right away you can hop on in one of the drive-thrus and pick something, right? There's a Little Caesars as well, Subway, you know? So it's just like a lot of, uh, in one area, like in one little cor- like corner, there's all these um, fast food restaurants available for people here um, in our community. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I want to say that because I have like a immediate like just Carl Jr. McDonald's just like one block away from my house. And it's like, wow, like, is that really like what's what's served to my community? Because the thing is, like, I just go down maybe to the next city that's because I'm, I'm in I'm in Reseda. So it's like if I just go down immediately to the Encino area, it's like, wow, we got what is it? Whole Foods. We got Trader Joe's. And it's like that's not that's not offered in my, my community. And it's, you know, just building off of what you, what both of you are saying is <clears throat> I'm doing a quick Google search right now. And it's like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking for big chain stores right, right here by where I live at uh, in South Central, it's like, I got Northgate, which is like on Central and <clears throat> in Slauson. And then I got Food for Less on 54th and Maine. Uh, and then probably a Super Superior on Gage and Compton, and then probably on, on Florence, you know, that there's another super, super yacht around there. But it is like, it's interesting, at least to me now, it's interesting to see how like our food access, you know, to health, our access to healthy food is like so limited, right? And this is like within a few miles, right? But like both of you mentioned is like, I could walk down, I could literally walk down my block and I have a Hercules burger spot, I have uh, uh, 
church chicken right there, right? And if I go to the other side, it's like there's more, you know, fast food, right? Then further up, further up south is like it's not Jack in the Box, you know, it's not McDonald's. So it's like it's interesting to see how we have more fast food available to the community than healthier options, you know. And I and that plays a huge role in in just in our daily lives. It's like forget about forget about you know the the concept of community for a little bit, but it's like as individuals, like you know, Susie, you you brought it up is like. I have a choice to make, you know, I just got out of work at 530. Now I got to make a choice. Like, do I go home and spend two hours cooking? Or do I just pull up to the McDonald's or Jack in the Box or Carl's Jr. and get something quick for myself and the fam? You know, so just seeing that, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think uh, for our our generation, like 20, 30 year olds, like I think also one thing that has, gave us even more access to these unhealthy foods is like Uber Eats, right? Or like all these apps that we can just like instantly within a touch of a, you know, a phone and touch of a button, you can order a meal and it'll be delivered to you, right? So I think, you know, I was just sharing this story with y'all earlier, just like, you know, my mom, my, her generation is like, no, 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 no vamos a parar a comprar, you know, like, frijoles en la casa, like, we can just, if I, if she, my dad and my mom will just automatically, like, well, if we spend this and this on in and out and compramos esto y una soda, all that's going to be, like, $35, with $35, I can just buy beans, rice, and some carnitas, and, and not have to spend anything, right? So, her generation is, like, why even, like, spending, spending, in fast food places is just kind of like seen as pointless right but for our generation for me like yeah i'm guilty during this pandemic yes i did order uber eats or i did order more takeout than i should have you know and so it's just i think it's just interesting i don't know i wonder people listening to this like how many times did y'all you know um did you were y'all also (laughs) in part of like dilemma where you order more in uber eats or like, do you have those people in your family that will be like, no, 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 why spend money? Well, you can just make your own stuff. But, but I think it's, I don't know, when you have access to it, it's kind of hard to say, you know, to to create a balance, I think. Go, go to your Uber Eats account or your DoorDash and, and check how many orders that you placed in the last two months. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> why are you putting me on spot? <laughs> I don't go, I don't use Uber Eats or DoorDash, but I do go out and and, and pick up fast food. You know, I'll, that's just guilt guilty right there. You know, but again, it's it's, it's accessible, right? Yeah, no, I think. I, go go ahead, Leo. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like just our just the type of life that we have here, especially just like we're always, especially in the city, you know, constantly moving from place to place, and it's like you gotta you get in from eight of eight eight in the morning, and you get off at five or so. And then it's like, dang, you're like, you're tired. You're finding traffic, and it's like, man, I don't, want, I don't have the energy to cook up this um, meat that I had from I just bought the other day. It's like I rather just go spend like less than ten minutes and get myself a a burger from the local place and a fast food place, and then call it a night. And then the thing is, like those those apps, like Postmates, Uber Eats, and it's like they made it even easier for us to do that without having to leave our own home. So it's like, it's it's embedded in our heads. It's like, oh. I'm tired. I don't want to even leave my house. I'll just order for someone to bring it to me. Mm-hmm. But then even then, you're dropping maybe, maybe what, like 10, 10 bucks, 15 bucks for delivery? Yeah, something like like the delivery fee will be 20 bucks and the meal was only six. So uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so you're paying more for delivery than, than, than for the food that, you, that you're eating. <laughs> in some cases, yeah, you, you in know, some cases. I, I think it's also... Like, you know, like, como todo, like, it has its pros and its cons, right? Because for, for mom and pop shops, you know, and, and this is something that, Leo, you, you brought up, you know, when we were having a conversation earlier, you know, it could benefit, you know, it could benefit them being able to just provide the food, right, compared to other folks, so, yeah. Yeah, definitely, I've seen probably a lot of startup, like, little mom and pop shops, like, restaurants, they've definitely... Um, been benefiting from this too because they get more noticeable 
um, they're like, oh, we, we, you, you, this, this suggests in your area, this new place opened up, um, let's try it. So definitely a lot easier to get access to those um, local businesses. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And I know it's better. I know I just put myself out there that I do order. I'm guilty of ordering Uber Eats. But I know it's better to like order from the restaurant and then pick it up just like how you were doing, David, because I know that's how local restaurants um, are able to get majority of the money, right? Like um, instead of just, you know, uh, paying like a second person to deliver and stuff. So that is like a best practice, right? Um, But again, it's hard when like, all the accessibility and again we can come up and you know and just say like oh i didn't have time or but that's sometimes our realities right like we in our last episode we talked about how you know if we're not very if we're not conscious or careful about it you know um we can just work work and work and work and work and work and sleep and eat and work you know if we're not conscious about it we'll just continue that cycle and and out of that abuse, like we start, we continue to abuse our bodies, right? By not taking care of ourselves. Um, so it is like a conscious like effort. It does have to like, it does take a lot of work to make a decision. Do I go through that drive through or do I go to, there's like another, there's restaurants called, um, um, they are, there's one here in Compton and there's another one like in Watts, they actually, they started their organization or like their business. They already like do pre-meal food and st- like they they sell like pre-made um, dishes and stuff, but it's like healthier and um, and it's an affordable price. Um, why am I blanking on their name? Let me look at, let me look them up. But they, those um, restaurants, are like they came about as a response to like you know food you, deserts right ta- like this about, is what we call or are you talking about uh every table by any chance every table yes thank you david every table yes so every table um you know is an organization where they started to open up different places where it's healthier food and but it'll be for like five dollars you know it'll be for like something cheaper and affordable where Instead of going to that drive-through, you know, we can just go to them and and it'll be faster and it'll be healthier as well. So yeah, Every Table is a really good organization. Uh, if there's an Every Table, if you can Google them or like make sure you support them. Um, again, I know I've, just from from my experience, I know there's one off on Compton and Alameda. And then there's another one in Watts, um, in like a shopping center. But, but yeah, it's like an intentional work, right? That we have to make in order to be careful what we put in our bodies. Yeah, and I'm, like speaking, that reminds me of like speaking about that. It reminds me of um, like those different programs that they that meal prep for you. Like if you order, you pay a subscription fee, and then they'll deliver a like just the bags every morning for you, so that that's your breakfast lunch and dinner um, and there's also like healthy options too so it's like that remind me of those subscription services that have also come about because of this the, the way that our lives are that they try to meal prep for us and they give us all the ingredients and then we just cook it at home so those are all, that's that's what that reminds me of also i've never tried those those meal prep you know disclaimer is not a paid advertiser for it i'm just kidding Uh, we're just you know again like always we're just sharing we're just sharing resources you know things that we've come across you know uh i'm definitely you know just grateful for for this conversation porque um i mean you know like probably it's not something that you think about every day where it's like what am i putting into my body you know and and comparing you know just good quality food versus not so good quality food right and our community communities having access to these types of foods, right? Um, so I know in the conversation offline that we were having is, you know, about how we can make some changes to our, our diet, right? And, and how that kind of just creates a ripple effect uh, within our family. And and I mean, just recently, it's like my, my dad is like, the goal is to get him to stop drinking Coca-Cola. Right? Like Coca-Cola is like big here at the house, right? And it's just... It's crazy because it's like you try to do it and then it's just like, eh, 
you do it maybe for a couple of days and then you go back at it, right? I know, Susie, you were sharing about, you know, personal experience too. And it's just like, but those eating habits is like, how, how do we, how do we battle, how do we battle, you know, those bad eating habits and kind of just replace them with some new ones, right? Like I myself, like in my, in my cafecito, I'm no longer using the regular sugar. Right now I'm using brown sugar. I don't know how effective that is, but you know, that's something that I wanted to just change, right? My dieting también, like, uh, you know, a couple years back, the doctor told me, hey, you got to cut off red meat, you know, completely. Like, you're not doing so well. So you just got to nip it. That's it. Boom. So for the past two years, it's only been chicken, fish, and now like veggies, right? Or, or frijoles and whatnot, right? And that, that's, that, 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 I think that's really simple because I could find it at a food for less. I could find it at, at a at a North Cape. Mm-hmm. I could find it, you know, at the, at the local store right here from the poblano right because he has a little his little market right so it's like we re- we rely heavily on mom and pop's businesses right not just not just for food when we decide to go out but also for like you know the like the basic needs right i remember when i was little my mom would send me to the store to go get a can of beans you know because that's that's what we would eat at the house sometimes right beans 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 i'm a big uh-huh. i'm a big big frijolero so it's like i always gotta have beans um you know, but just, I don't know, y'all just had me reflecting on, on all of that and all those changes. So, yeah, I, li- I like this conversation a lot. And I think also, like, I think our our gente, you know, our communities and our families have been able to make best out of what's given. Food for less, El Super, Northgate, you know, um, all these other, you know, um, Super A, you know, like all these different grocery stores, they've been able to make it work, you know, because I think when I think about when I used to go grocery shopping, my mom, she wouldn't buy major like processed things. She would just buy vegetables, all the things that she can make, you know, and she'll spend like $45, $50 on her grocery, you know, on her groceries, but she would buy everything like vegetables and nothing like already frozen, you know, something, something that now if you go to the frozen aisle and then, you know, it's just like all these processed things that we once craved, but they're like so bad, you know, they have so much sugar or they have so much X, Y, and Z. Right. But I think, um, David, you brought up just like, I think for, for me and I think, uh, for our family, like also it doesn't help that we don't go to the doctor that often. Right. So the one time, the one time, um, so my mom, uh, we she was getting ready to go you know to mexico to fly out because my grandma wasn't feeling so well and she had a you know get, get, go get checked and get COVID tested and all that stuff and um through that process that's when they told her like oh you your you know your sugar's too high or like you know diagnose her with diabetes type 2 which is actually very common for latinos right um and latinas in the latinx community to be diagnosed with diabetes type 2. um and right now i think that's like because of like her being diagnosed that like again she was like really scared we were all very scared now we were all like what like thinking it's it's cancer you know like just it's our mom like what you know like she's what like so um so i think originally you know we were like oh my god the world like the world is ending but you know my wife who is really uh is someone who goes to the doctor very often is someone that um knows a lot about like her diet and what she eats and like her carbohydrates and the sugar and glucose and she like right away she just told me like it's gonna be okay as long as she controls what she eats and her diet it's gonna be okay you know so just hearing that and like um it just made me like okay so it's not the end of the world you know it kind of gave me a little bit more like it gave me hope and you know and my mom is currently in mexico who is now she's doing this treatment over there and it's like i was sharing with y'all it's like very non-western right it doesn't require medicine or like pills it requires like teas and eating pepinos and eating pitayas and eating nopales and just watching how much wine you eat and not putting so much sugar like you know soda in your body and they really are like helping her and she's there the way the doctors kind of explained to her was like we want to show you how, like, how you can, like, how you can, you know, how you can, like, 
cook your meals and how you can sustain your own body. Like we're not here to make you dependable on us. Like we want to make sure that you know how to take care of yourself, you know, through your eating habits. And I think that's something that I think why this topic is so important, right? Because I think if I were to ask too, like how many times did all of us, what was the last time we went to the doctor, you know, to go get checked up and stuff. And I'm gonna be honest, I haven't in a long time and I need to, you know, but but I think also that's like a fear, right? Like we don't want to go to the doctor because then my dad's like, I don't want to go to the doctor because you know, and that's actually something real, you know. But again, like it's not about it's not like it's not about like what you put it, it's like how much we eat, right? And just knowing that certain things are good for us and certain things are not good for us, but but yeah, like again, I'm guilty having gone to the doctor. I'm probably, I need to go. Hopefully, by the next time our next episode, you know, last I can give you an update. But it's 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 just crazy. It's crazy. The doctor thing is crazy because my dad goes and then he comes back and he tells everybody, "I'm fine. I'm fine. There was nothing wrong with me. I'm perfectly fine." The doctor said everything's all cool. But then he goes pick up his medicine and he comes back with like all these capsules like that he has to take. And we're just like, what do you like? What do you mean you're fine? You know, <laughs> but it, no, I, I like the point that you bring up, you know, about, you know, going back to ancestral medicine. Like, I, I feel like, you know, we've gone our, our communities, our people have moved, you know, from the ancestral knowledge and are now relying so heavily on pharmaceutical. Right. In this industry, I don't know, my own personal opinion, it's meant to keep you sick so that way you can continue consuming the product, right? Whereas if you're leaning towards ancestral, you know, medicine, it's like you're not just to some extent curing yourself, right? but you're learning how to take care of your body, right? And I think that that's, that's where we're at and where things have, have gone and shifted, you know? Um and again, that's not to criticize anybody, you know, to each their own and everybody figures out a way to, to deal and take care of, you know, their own uh, f- physical being, well-being, right? So it's like, that's also important, right? We're not, we're not here to tell you, hey, drop, drop the medicines you're taking right now and go, go back to the motherland so you can figure out, you know, what's a home remedy that you can take. We're not, but uh, it's just burn, interesting. Burn point. some sage. <laughs> Burn some sage. <laughs> Palo Santo. Burn some Santo. sage for diabetes. Like it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no, it's not that, folks. It's like we're just, you know. Again, I'm I'm happy that this conversation is is being brought up, and I would like to hear, you know, you know, from from Susie and Leo more because y'all were having a really good topic, you know. Like they told me, and and, and folks don't laugh, but they told me that. Platanos have sugar. I didn't know platanos have sugar. So I'm over here making a list of like what I should not be eating anymore. You know, and I think, again, it's these are just powerful conversations, you know, where it's like I'm learning from y'all about, you know, how you two take care of your health, you know, and, and what you do, you know. So it's like I think that that's the value I find in, in this conversation. So. Right. It's like, too, like there was a lot of points said. And I agree with a lot of them, like that we're not here to like to convince you to, to stop trying to drop your current medica- medication um, and go to like natural um, remedies. But it's more like, you know, you, you have your own thing. Uh, but it's just stuff like that we do. Um, I would say that it's the same thing, like touching on the first topic where of like cooking at home and eating out. It's more like my, my parents have done the same thing as y'all with like oh we can we can like just cook at home today and then we'll be able to have food for tomorrow so we have like those leftovers um definitely like that like even they can take for lunch the next day um so i would say like from my personal perspective it's kind of like a balance of both um with um getting like takeout and especially during now with the whole pandemic that with we were going through um it's kind of hard to be like i'm gonna go to the grocery store like every week you know, you kind of just wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to ease my exposure and just um, order or order takeout and go pick up. Um, now, about like the topics of like natural remedies and all that, like I'm a big, I'm a big believer. And also it's like that I feel like the pharmaceutical here, when you go to the doctor, it's like, oh, just take these pills. Let's maintain you on this. 
it's not going to make it go away. It's just going to maintain you for the meantime. We're going to keep. It's going to keep making you come back for more. Now, I might. You could call me crazy and all of that, <laughs> but I just. That's just like my experience that I've seen. Now, I've tried the whole natural remedies, and for some reason, I don't know if it's in my head or what, but natural natural remedies have definitely worked for me. Um, so that's what I've been sticking to. And also, I am guilty too of not, of not going to the doctor in a while, a long time. Like it's, <laughs> so I'm I'm there with you all all on that. Um, and then also too, like I've seen my parents also like when they've gone to the doctor, it's like, oh, here's some pills. Go take these for your acid reflex or your for your heartburn or or for um your high blood pressure. So it's like. I've I kind of kind of been telling them the same is like let's try these natural remedies and see what the results are and for some for some reason like it's been the same reaction to me where it's been working a lot better than by them taking um, those medications that they were given now again I'm not convincing you to 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 drop the medications all, but that's just what worked for us yeah and I think I think I don't know I I think again like we're all guilty for not going to a doctor right but I think if we were to ask our our family our parents like why haven't they like i'm sure they'll share a story right i'm sure there's like a story of like either they waited too long or i mean that's not there's that's no mystery right that it like the medical health care system in our communities is not the greatest either you know like it takes a while to make an appointment like it takes a while to like get seen and the translation or the lack of translation whether at their appointments like my sister was with my mom during all this when all this was happening and there was like a like the doctor didn't have no empathy you know it, it was just kind of like seeing my mom as like a just like a right like a number or like not really asking her like do you understand what what like what the results that i'm going you know my sister was like who is like a she's getting her phd all that she was just like I just felt like I, I didn't have a voice. Like, I just felt like they were, we were just like seeing, you know, like dismissed a lot, you know? And my dad, I would talk to my dad about it. And my dad was like, you know, la razón por que no va al doctor is because one time I went to this doctor in our hometown and he told me that, that I'm drinking too much and that's why my liver is messed up. And my dad's like, I have not been drinking at all. And also him, he felt he wasn't being seen. He wasn't being heard. Like, so since that moment, he not trust any doctor porque, again, he's has not been drinking. And the doctor right away, without even looking at his results, already was judging him and assuming that he's another stereotypical, you know, Mexican, you know, Mexican adult who's just likes to drink. And that wasn't him. So I think, I think in some cases, some, you know, some of their a lot of their experiences has to do with why they don't go to the doctor and why some of us so you know last time i went to the doctor was i don't know to, like i would go regularly when i had soccer physicals you know but like those those stopped and i do know like yes like it's part of us mainta maintaining our health you know and again my wife is someone who's like okay i'm gonna make you an appointment you know we change I changed my my health benefits that way. I have Kaiser because I guess Kaiser is easier to make an appointment. You know, it's just, but it's like it's it's, it's a real you know it's a real thing. And um, but also like again, it's like my family too. My sisters are also big on like knowing what to eat and what not to eat. And I know David. I said don't eat bananas. I'm just I'm not saying don't eat banana. I'm just saying like so for example like platanos right bananas. The thing that we, the thing that I had to learn, because again, I'm like thinking, oh, bananas are good. I'll just eat bananas and fruit, you know. But if your body already has a lot of sugar, if you if you are someone that has diabetes, if your body already is producing too much sugar, um, for example, bananas have like 24 grams of carbs, right? And carbs turn into sugar. Um, so then it just create gives your body more sugar that it doesn't it doesn't instead of helping your body is like not really it's like feeding it more sugar you know like another coke might as well take the coke then you know drink the coca-cola if you're gonna eat you know let so me, let me jump no no, no but i'm not i'm not no doctor i am not i am not a doctor again i'm just sharing forget the platano in the morning and just drink the coke because susie said no 
Plus, I'm still like I had a coke earlier for lunch. Like it's hard. Like it's hard to like. Yes, is we can learn all this, but to create those habits and change your habits is it's hard. Like David, you shared like you're helping your dad stop drinking coke. Like I'm sure that takes a whole household. It does. It does. And and he's doing. He's doing. I think we're at a good route because he hasn't. He he's he stopped. You know. He's. I think he drinks maybe a cup every now and then now. But before it was like. Every day, and then maybe two to three times a day, you know, in each day. So it's just like it was crazy consumption, and he's seen the changes, right? Um, but then here also the other, the other thing that comes to mind hearing both of you is, um, I came across a, a post one day, and it talks about you know, uh, you know, personal trainers and how you know they 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 tell folks what to consume and how to consume it and whatnot. Um, but then this post was talking about. A lot of these trainers are training you with the mindset of you have access to a Whole Foods, right? Or you have access to a well-known, you know, farmer's market, right? Or a Trader Joe's, you know, where the quality of food is much better than going to a super or a superior, right? So instead of these trainers, you know, helping you out with this mindset of like, this is what you have access to, they should start really redeveloping their work and reshaping it in the sense of like getting to know you as a client and knowing oh okay this is what you have you have access to a to a superior to a to a food for less so let's figure out what's what are the best options there and then from there let's create that plan that's going to get you to where you have to be right so i i i, I mean i'm with you all you know on, on the train of like i haven't been to the doctor um, and, and I've been meaning to schedule my my appointments and whatnot. Porque I try to I try to go in there at least. I know people at least folks tell me you know you should be in there once a year. I try to do it twice a year. I haven't been able to do so this year. I didn't do it last year, so it's like I'm a little behind on that. So I gotta catch up on that. But um, this this is you know our our food our our nutrition or that that plays a huge role on on the way we we live and then how we just kind of wake up every morning. So good conversation. And then, I mean, I, I would say like parejo, like for everyone, this, this could, this applies to like everyone, like the amount of water you consume, like can really change your day. Like, like hands down, like if you drink enough water, you'll feel a lot more awake and more responsive to your, to your thoughts and just your day's going to go a lot better. Cause I feel like if you you intake too much soda and you take intake like too much coffee and and uh, <laughs> juices, um, you you're not you're not giving your body enough like of that. You're you're giving it kind of like a way of like to clog up. And if you drink more water, then it's gonna give you like that balance, and then you're gonna feel a lot better throughout the day. <laughs> One of my sisters, she told me she's like, you know, my biggest advice to you is, she said, if you're feeling hungry, instead of like picking up the barrita or picking up, you know, making a sandwich or the pan dulce, just drink water because sometimes your body will just tell you like you need water, but you think it's just telling you that you're hungry. But so, but it's just like we're just eating our water, I guess, drinking our water, you know, but uh, but it's just the way that your body just tells you that you just need more water. Um, and I'm talking to someone again who struggles with drinking water también, you know, so it's just... I use water to make my coffee. Does that count? (laughs) (laughs) And with that brown sugar. (laughs) I I mean, by default, you know, I'm I'm technically drinking water, right? It's just being mixed with, like, something else. (laughs) So the final product is something, you know, it's it's coffee, but... (laughs) I'm just saying, yo. I think I think that would work, David. I think you just don't you can't add any sugar, or like no, you can't put half a cream. No, I, <laughs> I don't use cream. I, I use the the only type of milk I use now is is al- almond milk. No, not even almond milk. Oat milk. That's it. So it's like creamer though. So like I can't. It's, it's mm, too much. Good. The creamer is massive more more sugary. Like I, I really can't use creamer. It's just and then regular milk. I can't drink re- like. I saw this documentary once in high school about how uh-huh. milk gets processed. And like the image wasn't pretty. Mm. 
And ever since that day, I can't drink milk. I'm like, nope. I tried. I can sip it. I'll down it. But the moment it's down there, it, it comes back up. And I just, I can't. So ever since then, it's just almond milk or oat milk. Now oat milk more than anything, but yeah, it's crazy. So I do, I, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that same boat. ¿Qué pasó? I'm with you on that same that same thing. I think, yeah, but just to drink almond milk or or oat milk, like oat milk and and coffee, wow, that's when I, when I've had it, dang, that that's like so soothing and it's like it feels just like warm feeling. I don't know, it just goes down so nicely. Which oat milk do y'all drink? Because I picked one up and it didn't taste that good, and I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to really give it a chance, you know. <laughs> I don't know the name of mine. <laughs> I just know the picture. <laughs> is it a red? Is it a red box? Like a red? Is it the original? Is it a, has a cream vanilla or something? Yeah, there's some. There's some of that are like plain, and there's some with vanilla too. Flav- flavoring. I, I, I think know. that's something. Um, I, I don't know if it's the best brand, but the one that I use is uh, Planet Oat. Planet Oat. Write this down, y'all. Planet Oat. That's the one that I use for my for my coffee. Okay. It comes out pretty good. Thank you, thank you. Okay, yeah, this... I think, going back to what Leo, I think you talked about, or what both of you have shared, just, like, also, like, what you put in your body also I definitely, definitely think I can agree with like when if I have like a good balanced breakfast or something, you know, not too heavy, um, it's not gonna put me to sleep. It's gonna actually give me some the energy that I need. And I think, but I think changing up your like um, changing up your diet, it does. You have to be like patient with it, right? Because something that I was also talking about with David was just like. We cannot, like, I. there's, like, all these type of diets, right, that you can start. Like, all these dietas that you can do. Um, but I think one of the reasons why a lot of these diets don't work is because you're denying your body from something, right? And the more you deny your body with, uh, you deny your body from something, the more you want it. And there's going to be a day where you just eat it and then you just kind of go downhill, right? You're like, oh, I'm already eating. I might as well just continue to eat. And la dieta empieza, you know, I start next week or something. And then it just, it just like doesn't really work. So again, something that I'm learning from like my mom, you know, what she's saying is like, she's um, sharing like, it's not about like denying your food, anything that like, you can have this, but it's just like a little bit of here, a little bit of that, like, you know, making sure you are, you know, eating some vegetables or, you know, but like, because we, again, don't try to deny your body out of something because then your body's going to want it more and more and more, right? So it's like, like you said, David, like your dad, you know, drinking a little bit of Coke is what's going to get him to continue to not drink for the next couple of two weeks. And then, you know, and then he'll have his little sip. And then, you know, it creates a healthier habit, I think. I mean, like, and then, like what it was mentioned, like, it takes the household sometimes like you you hold you hold each other accountable for it and it's like you you see once you see like the whole everyone in your household do it then it's like you feel more inclined to be like okay i'm i'm with it so because i know doing it by yourself is it's, it's hard to even start and even maintain it's even more difficult mm-hmm. yeah, that's true that's true it's it, and it's just you, you know again the, the soda is just one example right like i like i told you all earlier is i i had to cut off red meat like completely you know and and at the beginning it was challenging for my family because it's like it's just you just don't have to eat a lot you know it's just like just eat a little bit here have a carnas, have a little piece of carne asada or have a little piece of chorizo right when they're making an asada out there and i'm just like and sometimes i would look at them and i'm like damn that looks bomb right or, or we would go get tacos from our favorite taco spot <laughs> and i remember you know I, I would remember when i would get tacos de suadero I'll be like, damn, like I, I could just remember those tacos. But it's like I'm over here eating pollo and everybody's eating tacos de sala, tacos al pastor and all these other things, you know. But it's like me sticking to it had this ripple effect, you know, where it's like, 
all right, we're going to, even, even the, my family as a whole is like, we're going to cut back on red meat, right? Like, I know you, you can't eat red meat or you're choosing not to. So as a family as a whole, yes, we'll eat red meat every now and then. But the majority of like, you know, our consumption is like, is different. You know, it's, it's no, it's no longer a high red meat intake as it was before, you know? So it's that, you know, it's just, it takes time though, you know, and, and it, that's not, that's, I mean, the, the, the reason why I did it was, you know, my health circumstances, right? And, and that's not, you know, what we're sharing is not to say that, oh, you got to do it, you know, because of obesity, obesity going, you know, going up or, or, you know, or sugar and all these other things that are happening. And yes, these things are real in our community, right? But again, if you're living your lifestyle, uh, you know, in a certain way and you're happy with it, then by all means, right? Uh, I think that's also another important factor to take in is like, there are some folks who, who want to change those habits, right? And then there are some folks who don't because we we all have, you know, our, our distinctive way of living and, and we just have to run with that, right? So I think it's just interesting. Um, yeah. And then I don't know if it's like a, been a trend or just been like a thing for our generation or been a thing, a result of, of our carbon carbon footprint of consuming all these red meats from cows and eating um just uh, meat in general, um you know fishing in the ocean, um, I feel like it's been a result of all of those all accumulations that I'm feeling like more of trend for towards like growing um just fruits and vegetables at home, um and also even consuming turning into like practicing or not really going a hundred percent um towards like vegan, um. Because I, I definitely see that there's been a lot more like people around me that's that's turned that way, or at least cut back the amount of um, the amount of food that they eat and what kind of food that they eat, and then switch to alternatives for it. That's just true, and we can't, you know, we we, we shouldn't. I mean, I, I think every every topic is is kind of just tough to 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 have a conversation with because. Like we could be talking about, you know, turning vegan, but then there are some folks who are going to be like, well, even however you pronounce it, veganism or, or being vegan, you know, like has its flaws, you know, just as us, we eat red meat or, or, or chicken, right? You know, it has its flaws. I think we're never going to reach that balance of like, or that point where it's like, okay, okay, this is the agreement that we have, right? But I like the fact that you mentioned, um, you know, growing our own fruits and vegetables, um, I was, I was going through Instagram again, right? Not that I spent too many hours on it, but I was going through Instagram and, and, and I saw this post from the South Central Farm. If you guys are not following the South Central Farm, go ahead and log into your Instagram, look up South Central Farm. You're going to love the history. And, and they had this post, right? They just, it, on June 13th. Um, I think they, it was uh, June 13th of 2006 was the day that the South Central Farm was removed, I believe. Um, you know, and it was like this huge piece of land uh, here in South Central. So it's like at some point they removed it. But they, uh, the, the person who manages the, that account wrote a piece, and I really like it. It says, land access is food justice. Food justice is racial justice. Racial justice is economic justice. Economic justice is environmental justice. And environmental justice is social justice. And so I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that's powerful. Like, that's that's really powerful. And it, and it ties into everything that we're talking about, you know, and access. Access to nutritious foods, right? And what we consume. So, I don't know. I think we need to grow our own gardens, y'all. If you have it. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of people um, just getting creative, right? Because I think not, especially if you live in LA, um, there's not a lot of spaces. And if there are spaces, it's like vacant lots um, that are just there. You know, like here in Compton, there's a bunch of lots just around the area that are just, you know, are just there. No one, like nothing's happening. It's just compiling trash there. Um, 
but like I've been seeing a lot of people just get creative with like their own gardens, right? Like a vertical garden, you know, I've seen some people do vertical gardens where they don't have, you know, they're just kind of have pots of pots of um, soil um, and they just kind of, you know, do it vertically. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, I think if uh, that's something that, that, you know, if we're able to, if we have the space, if we have, you know, growing our own stuff, um, I think it's very powerful. And if you don't, just like, you know, being more conscious about what we do consume, right? Because I think not. there's no, we're not, again, we're not trying to like promote any, again, we're just bringing up where all three of us have different situations with, with nutritious food and how it, food has impact, you know, negatively some, one of our loved ones and their health, right? And how we had to like make a change and we had to like adjust. Um, but nowhere are we talking about like, oh, this is about losing weight. None of that, right? We haven't even talked about weight. Like yeah. it's more about like our bodies, right? Health. Like it's not about losing 10 pounds or the summer's coming. So like you don't eat all this. Like, no, it's really is like, like we said, David, like it's, it's just, it's part of social justice, right? Like what we consume. Así que si te gustan los tacos del pastor, atórele. Échele, ¿cómo son los cuatro, cinco, seis? Atórele, si le gustan las tortas cubanas, chinguese su torta cubana, ¿no? un, un menudito, un pozolito. ¿Eh? Cómale, cómale, la buena tarde. Pero agarren la coca, agarren la, agarren la coca light, agarren la coca light. Zero. Zero. No, es... Yeah, I mean, it's just like having a balance in the end, too. Like, it's just being aware and just keeping a balance. Um, just being just being aware of the intake, not going over. Because um, then in the end, it's just like you're, you're, you're protecting yourself and you're looking out for what you're consuming. Now, one point that I want to just um, plug in, because I've been noticing also... Um, Younger kids, right? Younger kids are actually also um, born already diabetic, right? Without, it's not even, it's just become genetic, you know? So I think that's something else, like, just to be aware, you know, I think, because we're just contributing to that, you know, kind of cycle of, like, just our communities being, you know, like, it's crazy. Like, I, I didn't, until I saw someone, like, one student, like, oh, they have a health condition, they're diabetic or you know i forgot what type but i'm like wow they're only like 10 years old you know so it's just it's just we don't want to we want to be able to live for a very long time right we want to be able to see our younger kids our grandkids we want our families to be able to see our grandkids walk around and play and so we just want to make sure we live long long <laughs> yeah i agree there so Any other little topics you all want to touch upon when it comes to like your immediate like community or even the food you, you consume on a basis in your own households? Because I'm a real chocolate guy. Like I got to consume my chocolate after every meal. Like my sweets, like as the saying goes, like palmal sabor, like like my panecito or something, my sweets, like right after like a heavy meal, like I got to have something. I can't have you see, the only reason why I stopped on my, I, I stopped with my sweets because I think I have a cavity that hurts every time I eat sugar. So that's what's been holding me back from sweets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I'll also be with you on that concha. You, wait, so you don't eat conchas with a cafecito or chocolate, hot chocolate? Me? Uh-huh. Me talking to me. Um I haven't eaten them in a while. But I do I do eat them like here and there, but nah. Cause also, um my wife she's um she's uh she's allergic to gluten. So like a lot of bread, like on like she gets a really once she eats a concha or any type of bread that's processed heavily, like she'll get a, like a rash in her somewhere in her body, so I also Bless try to be conscious of that. Bless your wife, though. 
On your, on, your, on your way to work, you, you, you don't stop by the panaderia to get some coffee con, like conchita. I don't know. <laughs> if, if my partner was like, hey, I, I can't I can't eat conchas, I'd be like, that's you. That's you. Like, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave an extra concha for you. Ask me, ask me this question um, when we go back to work. Because before we used to work in the same school, so now we could, I couldn't, you know, because she would be my co-pilot. <laughs> but now that we're working in different schools, I'll let you know. <laughs> Maybe I will stop at the panaderia here before I hit my middle school. <laughs> hey, like I have that tradition too. Like every Sunday in our, our, our local panaderia, we used to always go by and stop for ponchas. That was my favorite. Like growing up, damn, like. For some reason, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just me or maybe y'all can relate to this, but for some reason, to me, like I feel like there was a big difference between like the chocolate one. Well, I consider the chocolate one a brown, the pink one, um, and the white one. Now I don't know if there's a certain name for them personally, but I feel like there was a very difference in taste, and I'm not aware if there is supposed to be one. But to me, it really you can taste the difference. There is a difference. I don't know if there's a if there's is is there a difference, David? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. What? I just support the brown one for brown pride. You know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> brown one for brown pride. Uh, this is what I wanted to pull up. The thing is, it sucks is that my local, my local panaderia though did close, so like. I couldn't find, I found like other ones, but they're not the same taste. Like they made them different. That's the only thing. That's the only downside. Wait, for it. The, the only thing that I'm going to tell you all is support your local panaderia. And here's why. It's better for you to eat a concha than for you to eat a donut. I made this post a while back in Instagram, but here are the facts. In terms of calories, right, in terms of calories, a donut has 320. A concha has 190. Way less calories, y'all. So eat a concha. In terms of fat, <laughs> a donut has 22 grams of fat. A concha has 6 grams. I'm just saying. Sodium, 300, 300 milligrams for a donut. 190 again for, for a concha. You know? And then in sugar, 9 grams for the for the donut, 7 for the concha. Concha is, concha is in it for the win, y'all. I'm just saying. You know? You just got me there. I'm gonna go tomorrow for sure. Now support my concha. I mean support. Yeah, the, only, <laughs> the only problem is now that I can't. I don't. I didn't know when to stop getting them. I was like on my third one, and I wanted more to dip in my milk. Like self control. See, that's why we're having this talk, right? Self control. Like they're good for you. But <laughs> exactly. You, you got. You gotta know how many you should be eating too. <laughs> I have the same thing with. I think that's a good. I think I don't know. Self control. I think it's like hard. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if you, if this was y'all also growing up, like my, you know, growing up, it would be like a carne asada. My dad would be like, okay, eat your taco. If you don't eat your taco, uh, you won't get burgers later. You know, like it was. So it's just like concept of just eating and eating. Um, I think. Self-control has been something that I, I've definitely been doing my best to work on. But it's, yeah, once you have one concha or one tortilla, you want another one. Or you want, you know, like, or you have some fries. There's no way of stopping. Or, you know, I think that's such a, it's, it's, it's you know, it. I think that's like a huge, a huge one to like really work on. Like self-control, I'm still working on it. And I'm 28 years old. You know, I'm still working on my self-control for regarding food. <laughs> Now, now, the thing I want to ask you all of, and everyone who's listening too is now for for tacos. Now, is it one tortilla or two tortillas? I gotta go with two. Depending on where they make them. Mm, okay. I I gotta go with two. Wait, you said two? No. Yeah. Two tortillas. Okay. Two tortillas. Mm. Especially when when they're the little ones. Yes. You know, you know when they're the small little tortillas. Because mm -hmm. I come on. Come on, Mr. Taquero. It, like, you trying to give me, like, a little tortilla? You think that's going <laughs> to fill me up? <laughs> like, no, but self-control is real, y'all, because before, before, I would go to the tacos right now. If, if y'all live in South Central, y'all got to go try out the tacos on Maple and 35th. 
Vapo en 35th is the spot, you know. The tacos del pastor, the suadero, they're all on point, so I gotta go. Um, but I would go and eat a burrito and two tacos. A burrito del pastor and two tacos de suadero because it was just it was just that good to me, you know. And it's, I don't know. I had no self-control back then, you know. But... I guess my, my follow-up question to you is or to everybody is flour tortillas or corn tortillas? It depends for what though. Is that for like a taco though? I'm just in general. I, I, I feel flour I feel if it's quesadillas, it's gotta be it's gotta be flour. If it's like a taco, it's gotta be um, corn. I'm a corn. Cause my mom used to make quesadillas too with corn tortillas. I didn't really know. I didn't really know flour tortillas really existed until like maybe high school when they would do like burritos and stuff. You know, but so I'm a corn, corn tortilla all the way. I, I've seen I've seen quesadillas been made with corn. That's why I'm like, hmm. I've never seen a, a burrito made with corn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> corn tortilla. Yeah. But no, if, yeah. If you are listening and you, <laughs> and you know where they make burritos with corn tortilla, let me know. Send me a DM, a DM <laughs> at Mumachtiani on Instagram. I need to find out where these corn burritos are made. So. But do you think that makes, I mean, it makes sense, right? Why burritos are made with flour? Porque burritos are. A California US thing, right? Yeah, I, they're not like they're not they're not traditional Mexican. I mean, yes, now they're Mexican, but oh, they're not traditional like originated from Mexico. So maybe that's maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I guess. That's... Oh, and then the other thing is—is is it? Go ahead, go ahead. Is it white corn or yellow corn? Oh man. See, now you're asking hard questions, Lil. And... Now, now, okay. Mixed them mal, like, or... I didn't prepare for this. Well, I mean, the, the, now, now, the, I know, I'm just throwing them out there, but the, the, the one thing I was, like, told by my dad was, like, when he was back, when younger, like, my age, he was, like, well, it was kind of a thing where it's, like, the yellow tortilla was, like, the, the like, a cheaper option, and the the white tortilla was a more expensive option, so obviously they would go for the um, the yellow tortilla. So they, my dad hates some yellow tortillas. <laughs> so it's like, um, at least that's what it is for him. So that's why I asked the question. It's like, would you, in terms of preference and, and taste, though? I, I like both. Like I, I'll go, I'll go first, and I'm like, I, I go for the the white. I can't tolerate the yellow no? either. Why not? Mm-mm. I don't know. It's just something in the taste. I just can't. I can't handle that. Maybe I'm just a bad Mexican because I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Corn. <laughs> I, I just I just don't discriminate my tortillas. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter if it's yellow tortilla, white tortilla. I'm going to eat it. If it's corn, I'm, I'm going to eat it. You know, I just I, I love corn. You know, um, and yeah, flour tortilla, I don't know. Like, yeah, just for the burrito, you know, but it's like, uh, I, I will say one thing though, and it's probably going to hurt a few of you, but I feel personally, <laughs> personally, based on taste preferences, you know, and the whole tortilla debate that we're having right now is King Taco is overrated and so is Gavilan. Those are not fighting words, Ooh, y'all. Okay. So those are not fighting words, but I I just can't I, I can't eat the, the corn the, the flour tortilla from King Taco. I can't. It gives me like this oh, this, this 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 like sandpaper taste. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It, it just does, and, and that's why I'm like, eh, I don't know. And then Gavilan, I don't know. 
cra- crazy part that like I, I like that I like that taste. I don't know why. Like it's got it's got this interesting taste, and I, I'm a, I'm a fan of it. I don't know, but uh, but now like I wouldn't say that they're like the best, but they're, uh, they're I would say like they're an option for me. I'm open to it, but there's definitely other places that are better. But hey, for everyone listening, then you know, if, apologies if someone got, if y'all got triggered. But hey, there are some other places with way better options than them. So definitely um, expand your choices when it comes to tacos. Mm-hmm. What about, I don't know, have y'all tried guisados before? It's a restaurant that also sells tacos. I think there's one in East LA, I think. Majority there, are they majority in East LA? And I, I know there's one in Pasadena, but all. Yeah, and I, I've been to the one in Burbank. Burbank. Now they have a different take on, on their thing too. Yeah, they're like $20 for a taco. So if you're going to go buy tacos, you got to. $20 for a taco. Not I'm just exaggerating, but oh, like $8. I, I don't know, Leo. What do you think? $8? <laughs> what is that taco going to do? Is it, it going like, to lower my cholesterol, take away the diabetes? Like, is it gonna it's all me? organic. It's going to it saves, it cures everything once you have a bite of a taco. <laughs> but they're, they had really good tacos. I was just like, oh, man, you're, you're kind of pricey. But, hey, that's. That, that opens up a huge discussion. Um, but definitely, I mean, I would say check them out. Um, all of these places that were listed was a good options, you know. Um, but I, again, um, always hold yourself accountable for the amounts of that you consume, what you consume, and just definitely expand your options. There's a lot of places of for this uh, available to everyone, especially in, in different areas. You know, we have our own in LA um, area, so it's like if you're in a different area, then you might have different options in your area. So. Um, any last questions y'all have or any last comments you want to say to anyone listening or just as a your own opinion so if you're thinking about a delicious cheeseburger versus a taco go for the taco because the taco is probably more healthier <laughs> than that cheeseburger so that is my last words <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true though it's true it's true it's true true. i would only tell folks explore mom and pops businesses nine times out of ten a mom and pops business is gonna give you the experience that you're really looking for regardless regardless if it's just tacos you know you know it could be uh, food from other places right Look up those mom and pop shops because uh, on the one end, like the food is going to be delicious regardless, again, regardless if it's Mexican, Central American, South American, whatever type of food you're looking for, mom and pop's businesses will give you that, that home taste, right? As opposed to any other spot, right? That's one. And then the second one is you're supporting a small business. So at the end of the day, you know, it's not a big corporation that's making generating millions of dollars right it's a it's a family business that's you know putting a roof over their head putting food on the table right or just providing for their kids so definitely i'm a big mom and pop supporter so i would encourage you all to do that or look look to those for as an option Thank you for those closing statements. Well, I appreciate y'all, um, Susie and David, for taking the time with me today to discuss the access to nutritious food. And all of y'all heard this here. You got some tips. Now, we're not here to tell you to, again, stop taking that medication and go to natural uh, remedies. But I would say if you can explore them, I would definitely try your options. And then also to, like David just, David just said, explore any local um, places that are local to the area owned by mom and pops definitely visit them rather than big corporations um and i will leave it to see you guys in the next one all right adios y'all bye everybody Bye.